Hi there, you are welcome. I'm super excited to have you. Welcome to JLM Podcast, and I am your host here at JLM Podcast. My name is Ijo Lillian, and every Tuesday here we talk about relationship and marriage, and every Friday is our money matters, financial education. I'm super excited to have you. Come on, let's move over to the other side. Finger is Friday, and you're welcome back. I still remain your host, Jamal Lillian, and we're moving right into what we have today. Before I proceed, how was your day? Hope you had a beautiful day. If you're about to move out, I'm wishing you the best of the day. Best day ever for you. If you're about to sleep, I'm wishing you a beautiful night rest after this awesome podcast okay yep it's another friday and of course you know what we do here every friday every friday we talk about money somebody say money yes everything about money but but um physically spiritually and otherwise otherwise Today, I have a very sensitive topic. It's always sensitive here. Yes. And like we always do, I would be reading a scripture alongside that topic. Like you already know the topic that we have today. Yes. Come on, help me. If all you have is money, you are poor. I want to say it again. If all you have is money, like if everything you have is cash, money, money, like money, currency, either in dollars or in pounds, in cities or naira, whatever. If that's all you've got, I think you're the poorest man on earth. Okay, let's read. Revelation 317. NLT. And I read. You say I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable, poor and blind and naked. Did you hear what I read? Like, you say you are rich, but you don't realize. That's, that's the part that is paining me. Because by the time some people hear this and they read this, they'll be like, what is she saying? You know, one of the worst things that can happen to anyone is something is wrong with you, but you're not aware of it. You are ignorant of, of it. You know, it's one thing for you to know that, okay, I have an issue, I have a condition, I have a problem. Then you know that you are finding a way to solve that problem. You are committed to solving that problem. Then it's another thing to have a problem, and then you don't know you are 
not aware. You look so fine and so good that even when anyone tells you something is wrong, you don't believe it. Because based on your physical analysis, everything is fine. And so you end up saying, I'm rich. But when you do all that is required, you discover, as the Bible just described, that you've been miserable, you are miserable, wretched, poor, blind, and naked. Okay, so when I say you are miserable, it doesn't mean that I'm trying to curse you. No, 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 no. Like I said, this is just education. I'm ed- I'm trying to educate you and I'm trying to bring you out from a perspective, from a dimension, okay? It's, it's not a curse that I say you. In fact, I'm not even the one that said it right now. So why am I even taking this blame on myself? Okay, so let's just continue. But however, if you're feeling bad about it, uh, I don't think I have anything to do for you. Yes. So you don't need to feel bad about it. One thing I've learned in life is when you are in any condition, even if you're in a good condition, listen. Listen to corrections. Listen to instructions. Do anything that could better your life, no matter how hard it sounds. No matter how annoying it sounds, just listen. Most times, that's the problem we have. We don't want to listen. We feel offended. And it's really bad. If you have that kind of attitude, then it's a problem. It's a very big problem because you're going to be, be having issues from coming out of your shell, out of your ignorance to the place of light where your life receives the proper transformation that it needs in order to yield durable results. So if all you've got is money, you're poor. Lillian, why did you say that? Because money is volatile. Money is is a vapor. I did a podcast on it, the volatility of money. Okay, so you can do well to go listen to that pod, to that episode. Money is too volatile to be what you trust in. If it is what you are trusting, if it is your confidence, then you are. So even if you aren't there yet, don't ever dream in your life too. All that you're pursuing in life is money. Because at the end of the day, you pursue this money and then you get a bulk of it. You are still poor. Because you spent your life chasing money. And then you got a big and a huge amount of it. And then you store it up like the rich fool that said, I now have everything I want. Now it's laid up for me. I can can even break this band and then build a bigger band to accommodate all my money. Do you know what the Bible described that man as? Rich fool so you can be rich and be a fool at the same time okay so if all you have is money you are poor 
So what else should I have alongside money? Hmm. To make that money durable. Number one I'm going to talk about is relationships. Relationships. If you have, if you've been in a conversation with me on this matter, you will understand that I am someone that value relationships. When I say relationship, I'm not just talking about emotional relationship. I am talking about relationship in general. Your ability to meet people, your ability to connect with people, your ability to maintain, you know, your relationship with people, your integrity in the eyes of people, man. Guess what? One of the greatest gifts that God gave men. One of the greatest gifts that God gave man is man. So if you think you want to be an island, then you're a joker. If you think you need nobody for nothing, your money is sufficient, you're self-sufficient in your money, then you are a joker. You are so poor, I can even smell your poverty. People are currency. Relationships are currency. You need to get that into your head. One of my mentors say, uh, he said that if you if you use your money to buy everything, I mean everything in your life, you have an issue. At no point in your life have you recorded that this person did this for me something you would have spent millions on someone would do it for you on a platter of gold without you stressing them out that is relationship some people have been rescued from the verge of death by relationships not by money some people have you know have been secured they've, they've, they've been secured I don't know uh, what direction I want to put this. They've been secured in almost every area of life. Maybe in the area of accommodation, in the area of health, in the area of feeding, in the area of uh, education, school fees-wise. Do you know how many people that, that other people are paying their fees? They are spending money. They are leveraging relationship to pay fees. This is exactly what I'm saying. The relationships are currency. If you pay for everything in your life, you will soon get old and wretched. Yes, you have no relationship, no quality relationships. Then there is an issue. It's one of, one of the things you would want to pay for in life quality relationships so alongside your money have relationships however the issue of relationship will not be complete if i don't recognize the most important part of your relationship if all you have is money you what else should i have alongside money relationship with men 
The Bible said he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Men are gifts to men. Now, I want to talk about the ultimate relationship. Relationship with God. My dear, if all you have is really that currency, that cash, the support, why not accommodate your relationship with God in that money? You need a solid, grounded, and settled quality relationship with God alongside your money. That is the state whereby your money begins to gain durability. Money without God is vain, is a vapor, it flies. Some people just make money. I don't think they spend it on hospital bills. They spend it on this and that. Now, that is not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about relationship with God because that's not all that God provides. So many people come to God because of things they will get because they are sure of, of protection. They are sure of preservation. They, they, they've heard that God uh, protects. They've heard that God heals the sick. They've heard that God delivers and all of it. And so based on that, they come to him. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a relationship that wasn't tied to nothing. Just that you recognize the personality of God in your life and you acknowledge him and you are walking in a solid relationship with him unconditionally. And then in the midst of your money. Men, if that is your case, then I tell you, you are rich. You are so rich. Even if you don't have a physical card, but I tell you, man, relationship with God, relationship with the Spirit, that is currency. In fact, I would want to tame it, you know, if it is in the spiritual or in the ministry-wise, they will call it the anointing. Because it's the relationship with God and the Spirit of God that produces the anointing. Guess what? The men of God that you see today, guess what? They are leveraging on the currency called the anointing, which is a product of their relationship with God. Many of them, many of them don't have any store anywhere. They are leveraging on that currency. So if you have only money, then you're super. Are you getting it? Okay, so I've been on relationships, so I'm going to run now. So if you have money, what else? What's the second thing, Lillian, that I need to have alongside my money? Character. You've got, you need it. You so need it. So many people have this cash. They have currency, but you have no zero character zero character that is why they can't even maintain relationships they can't maintain quality durable relationships so your lack character is going to affect your relationship which is going to affect your currency relationship is a currency character is a currency do you know that there are people that character has lifted to the limelight of life yes it has afforded them billions and millions just because of what good quality character. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Lillian, what's the third thing that I need to have alongside money? This one now is the engine room for wealth. 
And that is why I'm an advocate of self-discovery and personal development. That's my area. Self-discovery. So if all you have was a thought in Lillian, I should have alongside me your purpose. So many people just jumped into money or they just they just they just came into money and then they just started doing their business what works they just started doing what works and for some people it worked for them and then they they, they jumped into you know a dimension of wealth but there is a, a, a field there is something that is lying inside of them dormant guess what your purpose is Oh my goodness, I didn't know. I'm trying to look for an adjective to qualify. Your purpose in life is an oil well. An oil well that, that cannot run dry. You know that song? You can remember that song. You're the pillar that won't run dry. Your presence is heaven to me okay yes i get it you're the cup you're the cup that won't run dry come and help me to sing it okay all right yes that's that's what i'm trying to say so what i'm trying to bring out there is that your purpose in life is an oil well is a lifetime oil well that will never run dry it won't run dry that currency you have in the bank or in your investment or even at hand can vol- it can uh, it can vanish but that well that is inside you is durable is trustworthy you can bet your life on it yes so if all you have is money you don't you've not discovered purpose Ah, you, you you really don't have it. You don't have it yet. I, I would say that 70% of your money is lying inside you. 70% of your money is, is inside you. It's inside that well. You need to dig it. Dig it out. That's where it is. That's where real money flows. And once it starts to flow, it doesn't quench unless you mis- misuse principles. It's an oil well that doesn't run dry. Purples. And that's where you get talents and gifts. Yes. The first thing, Lillian, I need to have alongside money is light. Light. Ah. You Oh, you can't have light and be, and be in darkness and be poor. You can't. But you can have money and be poor. But you can't have light and remain ordinary. Light. Insight. Insight. I, I think I can equate it with divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. So it, I'm equating it together. I wanted to talk about wisdom separately. But I think both of them have uh, they are similar light divine wisdom you know the bible talked about light in isaiah 60 arise shine for your light has come so it means that when your light comes you rise and shine and that rising and shining is is is, is a dimension of influence and fame that will necessarily inevitably 
with currency, cash in your hands. So arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He said, Gentiles shall come to your light and then kings to the brightness of your rising. Light. Light is, is equated with divine wisdom. Ability to be, to be inventive. Ability to be creative. Creative abilities. Wisdom. Ability to think outside of the corner. Outside of the box. Outside of the human calculation. Ability to reason in the frequency of divinity. To produce supernatural outcomes. That is it. Divine wisdom. So if all you have is cash. You're so poor, miserably poor. Okay, so that's that. And then the 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 second to the last thing I want to talk about is okay, so what else do I need to have alongside money? Please have family. Some people in the pursuit for money, they have abundant family, especially married people. They, they, they neglect family, they don't take care of family. All that they put their attention to is the pursuit of money. If you make all of that money and lose your family, you have failed. Woefully, you failed. And the last thing you would need to have alongside money is experience. Experience. You know, you know, so uh Wise people, wise people have have said that uh, you don't need to learn everything by experience because you don't have all the whole, all the time in the world to to grow and learn by experience. You can learn by the experiences of others. But I want to tell you that there are some things you must necessarily need to experience in order to be reasonable. See, experience will humble you. You know, experience will purify you like a refiner's fire and you will proceed out like gold. You become real and durable. Experience will make you stronger. Experience will teach you. When you talk by experience, your conviction, your boldness, your your audacity is unquestioned because you know what you're saying. And in that condition, Man, it's a high fly for you. So I'll go through everything I just mentioned. Things you would need to have in your life alongside men. Number one, I talked about relationship. And I mentioned that men are gifts to men. And I talked about the, the most important relationship you would not want to, you know, tread for many. Your relationship with God and the Spirit of God. And then I talked about character, I talked about purpose, which is talent and gift, and I talked about light and insight and equity with divine wisdom, and I talked about family, and I talked about what? Experience. Come on, by when these things are evident in your life, and then the physical cash is, is flowing. Now, the thing is that these things, they are the things, they are the roots, they are the foundation you know for the cash for that money to flow so if your money is flowing and these things are not in place is that money is very questionable no wonder the bible said you are poor it's very questionable most times or all of the time that money flows from these things i mentioned they are like foundation 
to wealth. Anybody you've seen up there, they didn't just rise there, they, they leveraged people. So if you're up there and then the money is flowing and then these things are not in your life, please, you need to go and check where that money is coming from because it looks like you're so poor. You're one of the poorest people I've ever met. Yes. And that's that for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for staying with me to this moment. You've been so amazing. And I still remain your host here, Ija Malalin. I'm going to see you on Tuesday on our relationship and marriage talk. See you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.